1: Hi, welcome to The Big Payoff with me, Rachel Bello, and my best friend and business partner, me, Suzanne Mution. This is the show for working humans to remind you that you are still a human, even at work. Hey, Rachel. Hey. What's going on? Well, you're going to hear what's going on because in the background, you're going to hear all the workmen working in my apartment like that. You hear that? Ooh. Yeah.
0: I do. So as you know,
1: oh my God. Well, I'm sorry. But as you know, I finally bought myself an apartment where I wanted it after talking about it for five years. And I finally stopped waiting for someone to like buy it for me. And I did this myself. And as a result, I now have construction going on. And I just want to say that this feeling of having bet on myself and laid it down and made the move after long, long, long time is exactly why we're talking about this today. Today's podcast is really, first of all, that you got to do it, bet on yourself. But second of all, what it feels like when you do.
0: Oh yeah, that's good. Because there's so many moments where you don't have all the information and yet you still have to make a tough decision, right? Well, I
1: feel like we hear about this all the time, all the time from our women- bonfire, these hundreds of women who talk to us all day long about what's on their mind. And they're either saying like, oh, I don't know when it's time to leave a job, this job, or I don't know whether I should be taking this job, or I don't know whether I should be launching my own business now, or I don't know whether I should be quitting and going back to be with my kids. And there's no answer here outside
0: yourself, right? There's- no, no, there's no manual for that. But we do have some pattern recognition on it. And I think that you have to develop sort of muscle memory on when to make decisions when you don't have all the information. I mean, I'm doing that right now with my own body. Um, I'm scared to ask what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> okay, this is just a little bit of TMI before we get into like the business Are stuff. Are you pleasuring but- yourself is what you're saying? Um, Kind of. But with probiotics. So no, that's your version you know, of pleasuring yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, like I drink a lot of like weird mm-hmm. shit and stuff, but this is the problem. I actually right now need to know if I'm in menopause or not. And I mean, I'm curious, but I also feel like maybe I need hormone therapy or, or something. I'm unmothered, as many people who listen to this podcast know. And so, and, and so I don't really know so much about menopause. So Instagram has targeted me with all these ads. So I just bought a bunch of shit and I've been taking it and I have no idea if it's working or not. So I have bet on myself and Instagram advertising and I just don't know if it's a good idea or not. Um,
1: okay, I don't know whether we should be advising people to like self-medicate. <laughs> um it's organic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We're gonna talk about that later. But let's when we come back, let's talk about what it really means to bet on yourself, which doesn't mean going to Google and saying, um, it's not Google, the ads come right up, uh, Rachel. Um, so um, they um, must but they, know. yeah, they know because you they Google. must Google. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So this is about betting on yourself when Google doesn't. When Google doesn't know the answer, okay? Yeah, I look forward to it. So, look. Sometimes we have decisions bigger to make than what do I pop? What pill do I pop for menopause today? Okay, it's Rach, it's organic. Yeah, what organic pill do I pop so that I don't get hot flashes? Um, is not a huge decision. I mean, it's a decision, but sometimes the biggest decisions, honestly, you don't have any information. And, you, and and so what do you do, right? It's not about send me resources. Suzanne, I think it's so funny that our Bonfire members, when it comes to the really big, big questions of like, what is your purpose in life? They're automatically asking the natural question. Can you send me something to read? Can you send me some information, yes. right? That is so true. Is there anything I can listen to? Do you have a podcast? Right. Right, It's like, no, 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 no. Anytime we send you into yourself, that's your instinct is like, oh, someone else. Can someone else tell me what to do? Right. Sometimes what you need is the confidence to actually make the decision yourself.
0: How do you do that? That's so true, Rachel. The only exception to that I would say is there is this mantra that I really do believe in, which is that We cannot be what we cannot see. So there are times when if you watch people enough and get pattern recognition, it's like watching enough people jump off a high dive and and see that they're not going to get hurt and then you step up and it's like, oh, okay, I have the confidence to do that. It's like how you watch
1: me do everything first, have all the ideas, and then you go, ah, okay, I can copy that like that. Hello?
0: Are you having a menopause hot flash? I don't know, I'm having memory memory <laughs> loss. So maybe that's a part of it. Maybe you've been in menopause for the last like 20 years, and that's why the things you say sound so dumb. Right. Cause <laughs> we, that know, we know I know the people in menopause sound stupid, right? <laughs> that's what Instagram says. That's why I'm taking my organic pills. Um but anyway, getting back to that. So I think that what we need to talk about is how you train these Mm -hmm. muscles, right? How you get the pattern recognition, train the muscles so that you don't actually constantly question yourself. And, you know, one of the things that is this phrase that I don't like is when people always say, oh, well, trust your gut, trust your gut. Okay. Well, first of all- What does that even mean? I don't- What does that even mean? If my gut were really
1: speaking to me, I might listen to it, but I've probably shut down my gut- and put a gag around yeah. its mouth so it's not speaking. Yeah.
0: Me. I mean, maybe me taking all these probiotics will help me listen to my gut. <laughs> well, I, I think your gut's going <laughs> to be speaking out more. your ass is what's going to happen. <laughs> but I think that it's about action and pattern recognition. It's like the book Thinking in Bets, which you oh, and I both I love, love by book. Annie Duke. Because it's about really trusting yourself on getting better at the process part. Because... There are way too many times where just because things didn't turn out the way we hoped they would, we dump the whole thing. We dump our instincts and we say, oh, well, then I shouldn't have taken the job or I shouldn't have gotten myself onto that project or I shouldn't have gone on that date. When in fact, the muscle memory that you need to develop is how to make the decisions absent all the information in the first place, right? And so part of what Annie Duke teaches you to do in thinking in bats is saying, no, no, trust the process. Get really good at the pattern recognition of how to make really good decisions. And once you get good at doing that, you'll recognize that the better you get at doing that, the better the outcomes will start to be over time, right? And I love that. I way do of thinking. too. And the fact is, there's
1: so much that's outside of our control that if you judge your entire decision making by the outcome right away, you're basically making you're making all kinds of conclusions. You're drawing all kinds of conclusions based on things that you, you'll never have control over, right? So. Right. It really is about trusting the process, and I think it's counterintuitive you have to train yourself to be someone who constantly focuses on so how did I get there so Suzanne, when we make these decisions we've never gone back and revisited, so
0: how did I get there? That is so true uh, you know something's happening right now with my with my nephew who has only been at a job for a year, and his Scott is telling him, I don't love this job. I just don't love this job, but I've only been here a year. And I know I'm learning some skills, but I feel like it might be time for me to leave. And you and I always say, once you're already questioning, I wonder if I should leave, you know you already have one Absolutely. foot out the Absolutely. Just right? that's why right. that when you say...
1: I need to fire this person. And you're heading into that conversation. Something that someone once told me, which is so true, is they already know they're being fired. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Totally. So what's so interesting is when I've gone back to my nephew and said, so what is keeping you from just making the move, from actually looking at other jobs and starting the process of putting yourself in a position to get another job? He'll say things like, well, I'm just sure that if I tell my manager that I'm leaving, he'll like really come down hard on me and I'll like never get a recommendation again. Or I'm scared that if I go out into the world and look for other jobs, there just won't be anything. And it's like, well, then you're not betting on yourself at all, number one. And number two, you're betting against yourself. Like you're already betting against yourself by assuming the worst is going to happen in every situation because you're only looking at the outcome. Well,
1: also, what he's saying is, what he's really asking is, if I jump out of this plane, who's going to catch me? And that, yes. that, yes. that's seek, especially for women but also for men, obviously, the fantasy that someone, something, something is going to catch me is what keeps you from betting on yourself. It's exactly the type of question we're talking about. Who's going to catch me is an old way of thinking. So you can't approach this in the old way. And the temptation, Suzanne, even for us, look at where we are right now in our lives. It is absolutely up for us that when things get tough, the temptation is to begin to start thinking about, so who's, so who's going to come in and sweep it, swoop in yeah. and save us here, mm-hmm. rather than remembering that we are May Day. We are May Day. We are fucking Mayday man And that means you have to bet on yourself. That means, and it's hard, because part of betting on yourself is saying, I don't know. This is what, of course, we talked about before, about having faith. I don't know what the outcome is going to be of this bet, just like poker, or your nephew, I don't know what my next job is going to be. But what I do know is, I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to figure it out. On my way down, as I jump, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, completely. Okay, so I have to stop right here because I'm sitting at my desk doing this podcast with this fucking saw wet saw (laughs) in my ear
0: this is really so good i just think it's so thematic Mm -hmm. it's like we it's like we have a fake saw representing how you Mm -hmm. fed on ryan reynolds here from Int mobile
1: Yourself mm-hmm. and this right, whole and And really while cool. the saw is going, I want to read uh-huh. a poem. How do you feel about that? Oh, good. Well, I'm actually looking at it on my bulletin board. I've had it on there for years. It's my favorite Auden, Ooh. it's W.H. Auden okay. poem, and it's called Leap Before You Look. And it's just a great reminder. It says, I'm going to read, look, there are three stanzas here. I don't think I'm going to read all of them. I'll read the first.
0: No, okay. read them. Read, read, read. Oh, my God, the saw. Okay. It's so good. The saw is so good. Go ahead. The
1: sense of danger must not disappear. The way is certainly both short and steep. However gradual it looks from here, look if you like, but you'll have to leap. The clothes that are considered right to wear will not be either sensible or cheap. So long as we consent to live like sheep and never mention those who disappear. Much can be said for social savoir faire But to rejoice when no one else is there is even harder than it is to weep. No one is watching, but you have to leap. Okay, so one more short stanza. One more short stanza. So good. A solitude 10,000 fathoms deep sustains the bed on which we lie, my dear. Although I love you, you have to leap. Our dream of safety has to disappear.
0: Oh my God. I have chills. That's so relevant and so Because that's the other
1: feeling is that you're alone. It's like there is, you are alone in some of these decisions where you have to bet on yourself, you're alone. But when you bet on yourself, you remind yourself, oh, I'm here. Sorry about the saw. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just think it's really become
1: a theme for this show. So we'll have it in the background (laughs) always. I'm sure our engineer Ryan's going to love that.
0: He is, and it's also such a like a. If we were going to choose a sound to have in the background, it I'm is. sure our listeners are appreciating right. a buzzing. Saw. Well, it could be a dental drill, or a dental drill. <laughs> that's a no. That's so good. That's really so good. And so, I, you know, I think we can just wrap up by saying a couple of things. Look, betting on yourself is just a reminder that you're centering yourself. And that you're investing in the, the you part of equi- the equation. Because if you do that, then you really can't lose. It, there are going to be lots of times when you're wrong, by the way. I mean, Rachel and I have had enough times in our life where we have made a bet on ourselves and on the other side of that... Things haven't worked out the way we hoped. We talked endlessly on the show seasons back about the acquisition that we went through and that it didn't turn out the way that we hoped. But in the end, we were okay. Our partnerships were was our partnership was fine our lives were fine our identity was fine and by the way
1: people look at that even when it fails they're impressed when people bet on themselves so there's always this yes. shame feeling walking into betting on yourself like oh uh, it looks like I- i'm too big for my britches like i sorry to use that phrase that's just like so i don't know
0: what what are britches but it looks like i'm I, do they have suspenders i think it's like You have suspenders. But if that's true, then they should be elastic, like, you know, adjustable. So, why would you get too big? Okay, we're going to edit this out. So, but what I'm saying is, (laughs) no,
1: we're not. So, what I'm saying is, there may be shame about, like, oh, it looks grandiose. That's what I, it looks grandiose to bet on myself. I remember having a ton of shame when I launched Project 180. It looked grandiose, but you know what? Even if it fails and when it fails, and by the way, lots of bets on yourself will fail, right? People, there is no shame in that. There is shame in missing those opportunities, but let's get
0: concrete, okay? Let's get concrete. Britches are knickers, (laughs) Trousers ending above. Yeah, the I knew beach. that they so were you above the get, get, So if you're too so big, for you to get you had a big old body, right. then you've too just like, like exploded. Mm. That's why you take organic supplements like probiotics to keep yourself from not getting too big for and your and from bridges. exploding out the other
1: end. Okay, I'm going to get concrete in a different way and give uh-huh. two kind of handholds on. Well, what does it mean to bet on yourself? Okay, okay. First thing I just want to say is, because I think this is the point we landed on that is the most important thing to remember, nobody's going to save you. You are eroding your own confidence in yourself. You are making a bet against yourself every time you start looking for that white knight and that, that, that savior, right? And just, just watch yourself how many times a day you go, oh, well, maybe that'll come through. Maybe he'll yeah. come through for me. Maybe yeah. she'll do this for me. Just yes, do a count. And every time that happens in little tiny ways, you're betting against yourself. Yeah. So secondly, I think this is really important from what we talked about. Recognize is secondly a second word? Yes. Understand the difference between process and outcome, right? That's what we were just talking about. There are things. No, I was just talking about that. Yeah. Well, actually, what's her name from Thinking and Bets was talking about it, and you were copying it. So there are things you have to learn to do to like build those muscles, build your muscles, and it's not getting good outcomes. It's doing the process, little things you can do every day to give yourself the confidence to bet on yourself. Like wear something risky somewhere.
0: I know that sounds stupid, but we did that. And then that was a way of betting on ourselves. Okay. I, I'm telling you one thing I've been betting on myself doing that I've been doing every day to bet on myself. Okay. You know this because I had to call you about it. I could not do the yogi squat. Right. Oh my God. Do yes. Okay. Okay. I said it was a structural problem. Yes. (laughs) Okay, that's wrong that you said Mm -hmm. that. But you told me what I had to do to fix Mm -hmm. that problem, and I bet on myself that I could do it. Okay. So you said that I had to stretch out my Achilles Mm -hmm. heels, Mm -hmm. right? And then I've been doing the practice that involves a yogi squat every day. And two days ago... I did the oh, yogi squat.
1: Wow! So I guess I saved you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out well. Like to 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 bet on yourself. Like the th- wait. I just. gave I an know. Example. I'm going to give an example oh. of when it doesn't. So the oh. other night, I bet that I could have that second martini in in bed while I was watching a Hulu show. I thought, it's okay. I'm in bed. I'm not driving or walking anywhere. I'm not talking to anyone. Okay. The next morning, I woke up to a slew of online orders, confirmations. Oh, yes. Some of yes. which were so inexplicable that yes, I can't yes. even tell you what I was thinking. Yes. So it was an afternoon spent returning Yes. number canceling orders some of which were too late to cancel so that bet yes on a second uh-huh. martini not going to
0: happen again see the process right. which not is the outcome which yes. is too bad that that is something i've taught you because the number of times that i've been medicated from various procedures and during the like fog period where i've done that yeah, yeah not, good.
1: not good but i mean i ha- apparently i have the wherewithal to So you go through the whole ordering process and my, you know, (laughs) my credit credit card card and my CV
0: number and the whole thing. Good for you. All right. Okay. Well, hopefully we have helped you help yourself as we always do on this podcast, which leads us to now get to your favorite part, which is to recommend some things for you to check out. Suzanne, let's, let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. We should check it out.
1: Okay. So <clears throat> this is going to actually make me sound like an alcoholic given what I just said about the second martini and my check it out. But the, the truth is I have one drink a night. I let myself have one drink a night and it's a hard drink. I don't drink wine. I don't drink one drink a night. (laughs) The glass is rather sizable, but it's one. And I want to share with people the Negroni, which is the single best summer drink you can have. Oh, you're going to thank me so much, everybody. And it's so simple. Okay. One part gin. And if you don't like gin, you're perfectly okay putting vodka in. One part gin or vodka. One part Campari and one part sweet vermouth, the red vermouth. Okay. Mix that up, put it over rocks, put an orange slice on top, and it is absolute bliss. And you know what? The other night when I was just reminding myself, I just want to make sure that it's one part, one part, one part, not one part, two parts, one part. It said, the question came up in Google, you know how they're the main questions that people ask, is Negroni a man's drink? And the answer was like yes Negroni is historically so- thought of as a man's drink but women can also drink it with a splash of champagne. I'm like fuck oh my that god. Now I'm
0: really going to be drinking wow. Negroni. I might drink 10 of them just for that. Wow. Also, I would think like cuz it's color like it's like red, it seems like it would be more of like a girl's drink I would like, think like a women's drink if yeah. it's like yeah. Can I order that at a bar? Yes. Oh, that's a great bar. It's a totally reliable. Because I frequent bars so so much. much. Yeah, order that at a bar. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. What's your check it out? So I really enjoy uh, aromatherapy and fucking what you menopausal (laughs) woo woo what. I enjoy scents, Mm -hmm. like I enjoy, uh, not incense, but I like particular scents a lot. And I bought for myself this thing called the Vitruvi, V-I-T-R-U-V-I. You put water in it and oils and essential oils. There's like a million scents that you can Mm -hmm. choose from to put in it. You put, put a couple of oils and then you hit a button and you can... And then it just comes out in a stream, like in a stream of um, steam. I guess it's steam. And your room instantly smells amazing. And what's cool about the Vitruvi is you, it charges so you can move it around. So you can lift it up and it's still working and you can move it from room to room. And there's beautiful, beautiful scents. So sometimes I put it in the, my office. Sometimes I put well, it like where I'm kind of doing yoga. What kind yoga. Of well, I like the ones where it's not, it doesn't tell me the scent, but it gives you a, a feeling. Mm. So it'll say like quiet mm. or dusk or peace or morning. And it just fills my space with those kinds of mm. scents. And there's tons of them. So I really recommend it. It's about $100, but it lasts indefinitely because you can charge it. And I've had it for six months now and I use it daily. Okay. Daily. All right. The Truvi. The Vitruvi. I'll be doing some late uh-huh. night
1: two martini online ordering of that, I'm quite sure.
0: Yes, I turn it on when I'm not drinking my mud water. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this show, learned a lot. enjoy the, Should we just keep the saw noise on from now on? Yeah, I think it's our become like our it'll, be our it'll be our true. soundtrack. Can't wait. All right. See you next time on The Big Payoff. Hey,
1: thank you for listening to The Big Payoff. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to The Big Payoff wherever you listen to podcasts. And please send us your questions. Send us your comments, compliments, adoration. We love to hear from you. So you can reach us at info at bigpayoffradio.com. We are produced by Lily Bellow and were mixed and edited by Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Sound. See you next time.